Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything High West. We'll go through the history of the story, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. And uh, we have a very special tasting today, uh, which is why we're uh, coming back to High West uh, for, I believe it's the second time now. Uh, actually, maybe we've done three. I'm not even sure. Three. I think we've done three other episodes before, just because Midwinter's Night Dream. Right. Gotcha. So, uh, of course, there, uh, as you can t- uh, hear there with me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleszik. Andy, how you doing? I'm doing really good. I mean, you know, other than being a bit sunburned today uh, yeah, from we, golfing way too much. Yeah, we both got burnt up a little bit from uh, playing 18, but uh, it was fun. It was fun to get out there. All right. Uh, I don't want to waste anyone's time, so why don't we dive right on in. Andy, tell them everything they need to know about High West and the new uh, whiskey that we're going to be trying today. Of course. So for a full in-depth uh, review of everything and like in-depth um, explanation of everything that is High West, like I said... You know, we've had three other episodes, two on Men Winner's Night Dram, uh, and what that is for uh, High West as a brand. But then also we did a High West just general episode, uh, episode 18, The Sundance Kid. Um, so if you want to listen to like a full in-depth kind of everything High West, sure. that'll probably give a little bit more um, explanation on what they do and everything there. But just as a recap... Uh, they, you know, were founded in 06, 2006 by, uh, David Perkins, um, who was a former biochemist and his wife, and they were founded in Park City, Utah, uh, actually at the slope or at the, um, base of the, like, ski slopes, um, there in Park City as the first legally licensed distillery in Utah since the end of Prohibition, uh, and the first actually operating, like, distillery that got his license to operate um, since 1870 in uh, in the state. Cool. Uh, you know, and like I said, they were founded in Park City, which was founded in 1884 as a mining town. Um, so a lot of history with a lot of their history as a brand and everything kind of ties back to that, tries to tie back to that American West and mining culture that the city and the state have there. Um, and then, of course... You know, the big thing that they really tout, both as a state and as a brand, um, Utah and High West there, is that in 1933, uh, they were the 36th state to vote to um, ratify the 21st Amendment, which, of course, for anybody that knows their booze history, ended Prohibition. Um, Heck yeah. And thank then, goodness they got rid of it. Yeah, thank, thank goodness they did. That's for sure. I don't know anybody in our circle of friends that's complaining about it. No. <laughs> um, and, if, uh, you know, about three years after they opened the distillery itself and began all their operations and everything, uh, in 2009, they ended up opening the uh, High West Saloon alongside the distillery. And then in 2015 um, is when they, about a decade after they actually began distilling, began all their maturation, began selling the product and everything, is when they sat there and actually opened their doors to show, you know, the world what their distillation was looking like, what the, you know, the tours, all that own stuff, all that stuff. Sure. Um, and of course, you know, in that about eight to ten years initially, you know, they were sourcing, uh, which, you know, is something that is not bad to do. I mean, they were originally sourcing from MGP, uh, Barton, 1792, and other distilleries. 
uh, until their own distillate could be actually put into a bottle. Um, and it was around, I want to say 2014 or 2015 was when their own distillate was starting to be mixed into their bottles and everything. And slowly, most of their bottles are actually slowly now being 100% High West distillate. Uh, you know, which has had some controversy and some fans kind of annoyed with them because initially they had, you know, some transparency issues over, oh, wait, you're using high, or you're using MGP and everything uh, because they weren't, at least at the beginning, you know, 100% transparent about that, that they were doing that. Um, you know, and some of those were like their rendezvous rye, um, which is now at this point is 100% their own distillate. Whereas initially it was the uh, 100% MGP 95.5 mash bill distillate. I think it was a 95.5 mash bill at least for the rye. Um, and then others, you know, they're still using some MGP distillate um, either completely or in part with their own High West distillate. Um, and so it just kind of created some controversy at least initially once it was f- like around 08 to 2010 when some folks kind of figured out, like, oh, wait, th- you're not really saying that your distillate is your own distillate. Like, we want to know transparency that that's what you're saying it is. Right. Um, and so they, they kind of got some flack over that a bit um, for that. But, you know, now most of their stuff, most of their products that they do, at least have some, I think, High West distillate in it, at least mixed in somewhere, alongside MGP or 1792 Barton, whatever, uh, in it. Uh, And those products are Rendezvous Rye, which, like I said, now is 100% High West Distillate, uh, American Prairie Bourbon, which we're trying a special edition of today, Uh, and then they're a Double Rye Rye, which I think they finish in a second barrel, if I recall correctly how they do it. Go listen to episode 18. Yeah. And then they have a Burr Rye, which which is a... um, I think a once or twice a year limited release that they do, which is a blend of two different ryes and two different uh, bourbons that they do, uh, hence the name Burr Rye. Uh, and then, of course, the one that we've done two episodes on uh, for two different um, editions of it, a Midwinter's Night Dram, which big is... Big fan. Yeah, big fans, if you've listened to those episodes. Um, and those are ones that are like once a year releases for them. And then they have discontinued Yippie Kaye, which if you can find that on, on the market, I've heard good things about. Hmm. Uh, and then they have their American Single Malt, uh, another Campfire, and then their Barrel Selects, which, like I mentioned, we're trying the American Prairie today um, because we were able to get our hands on uh, a bottle of that, on an Ohio Liquor Division uh, like pick of that. And then also the Double Rye is another Barrel Select that they do. Um, for that and just a bit of the background for the one that we have today um so the american prairie barrel select that we have it's an like i said it's an ohio liquor division um like barrel select bottling that they released uh i want to say about a month-ish ago something like that um and it's the one we have to try is barrel number 21842 um, and it's, um, we actually both got a bottle of it yeah. and we were hoping they were from different barrels, but unfortunately they're the same. So we can't actually 
do a side-by-side comparison, but still excited to have this one. Yeah, exactly. We're still excited to have it. And they're both, um, mine's bottle, and this is the one we're trying today, is bottle number 186, bottle at about 48.9% alcohol by volume. And it's, um, and it was, so their barrel selects, they actually finish in, as I understand it, they'll do like barrel finishing for them, similar to what they do for a Midwinter's Night Dram. Okay. Um, as I understand it, at least. And so this one was actually aged, um, or finished. So it started out, I don't know how long it started out in a, like a new American oak barrel. Um, I want to say probably four years, five years, something like that. But then it was finished for nine months in an Oloroso sherry uh, barrel. Very interesting. Well, we've got a glass. our glasses poured here, so pour yourself some as well, and uh, let's do the tasting. Let's do it. Cheers, sir. Cheers. As always, we're going to start with the nose. Ooh. It's very rich. Like, very, like, velvety, plummy. Kind of reminds me, like, a bourbon version of what a Midwinter's Night Dram is. Because a Midwinter's Night Dram is a rye for them. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head there with that description. I, I go agree completely. Uh-huh. Let's give it a taste. Very reminiscent of the Midwinter's Night's Dram. I would say on the palate, it's not quite as rich and thick. Yeah, it's not quite as rich there. Which I'm sure, you know, they want to make those distinct intentionally what are some Um, uh notes that you're picking up there obviously you're getting some ryeness to it i get a even though it's not a rye i get a little bit of like a rye spicy kick reminiscent exactly um i still get like a very 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 velvety Mm. plummy dark cherry like dark chocolate covered cherry note in it that's just very rich it lingers around for me like yeah. across my whole palette very good i agree i don't i think the finish is uh i wish the finish lasted a little bit longer yeah um and but i mean it's very unique very rich and, and tasty and uh especially for the proofage i mean this is another one that i think high west really really nailed it they with. knocked it out of the park yeah Absolutely. And it was like 55 bucks so i mean which is pretty affordable for a lot yeah. of because a lot of times they're clocking at like eighty, ninety, a hundred dollars for a yeah. bottle. I think the I want to say the dram is like a hundred bucks for a bottle. Yeah, that's and that's retail. So I mean, I mean, if you could find like if you can't find a Midwinter's Night Dram, I think if you could find kind of a barrel select pick, I based on this bottle at least, I don't know that you'd go wrong going like thirty, forty bucks less and I'll pick it up, try it. Absolutely. At least as a kind of like a more budget-ish version of a Midwinter's Night Dram until you can find a bottle of that. Right, absolutely. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all the platforms. Please subscribe, leave a review, uh, share all the episodes of Distilled Discussions on your social media pages. Follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends about us. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America, we'll be here to drink with you next week.